are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast, we're going to be discussing the Survivor Series lineups. Stephanie McMahon and Samoa Joe's big returns. Uh, Daniel Bryan's potential return to the ring. And a whole lot more tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Heel Patrick Harris. And to my right, as always, we have his triumphant return, Two Beer, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Two Beer? Uh, not a lot, man. Uh, a lot less than what was going on last week. Uh, just uh, did my Master Cicerone exam. And how and, did it go? It uh, went pretty good. Um I'm not crazy confident about it. Uh, the The pass rate is like two percent. So there's 2%. only percent. There's only 13 people that have ever passed that test in the world. So and how many people are in your class? 17. So they're usually. So pass. there's a good chance that nobody passed it. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Although there's wow. some guys in there taking it for their second or third time. So. Wow, that's incredible. And to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag Booty Hills. What's going on, Daddy? Uh, not much. Uh, it was Halloween this week. Yeah, did you have a lot of kids coming on on your street? I didn't tons, have any. Tons, tons. Yeah, every oh. every one of my kids came. Oh, <laughs> I. <can't. laughs> Jason He's was actually dis- Jason was actually disappointed <laughs> in that joke. I expect a little more from you. It that's so that's go hanging fruit. I expect more from you from that. Guys, we got a lot of wrestling to get into. Before we get into it, uh, one of our sponsors tonight is one of our sponsors tonight uh-huh. is Soul Taco. Soul Taco, everybody. We had some Soul Taco this weekend uh, when we went to the Dynamo Pro Wrestling Show at Four Hands Brewery in uh, in the city downtown St. Louis. Just quick sidebar on that. It was like 30, 35 degrees, and those guys were outside wrestling. That is nothing but respect for my head. I'm, wrestling with no shirts on. Yeah, you better yeah. than me. I was, I was nice and bundled up. It was a great show. Dynamo Pro put on a great show. Soul Taco's food truck was out there. Uh, I got, I bought six tacos. Uh, my wife ate two there. I took four home with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had two lunches, two days in a row of Soul Taco steak. It was delicious. So if you guys like fast, casual Korean-Mexican fusion food, that's Soul Taco. They have a place at U-City. They have two food trucks driving around St. Louis, Missouri. They have a place in Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, and Chicago, Illinois. Please, everybody, Soul Taco. They are a friend of the show. They are a sponsor of the show, and they are effing great. I got to say, I got my usual whenever I was up in... Chicago, I got the uh, steak bulgogi burrito with extra meat, but I subbed that out with the spiky, spicy pork. But at the four-hand show, I got chicken tacos, which I'd never had. Do it. Fucking yeah, delicious. you said, uh, I, I have to admit, I've never gotten the chicken. I always get the spicy pork, and you were raving about the chicken yeah. the other day on it was Sunday. Real good. I might that's, have to get that tomorrow. That's good to hear. Uh, and we'll let you know we have believe a, JCB's never had the chicken. I have had the chicken, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Racist bastard! Start this shit up. I will say that we have a we have a new sponsor this week that we're going to be telling you about later in the show. And when we tell you about it later in the show, there's going to be an opportunity to win a gift certificate from the new sponsor, which we promise will be worth it. So stay tuned for that. Um, but without further ado, we're going to get to our three counts. Cornelius, what's our one count? 
One count for me is the triumphant return of one Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. Uh, Raw opens up Monday night with Kurt Angle addressing the Raw locker room. Kurt's in the ring solo. Raw locker room's at the top of the ramp. Basically starting off and saying that he was deeply apologetic of having Raw being put under siege. He felt bad that guys were getting, guys and gals were getting jumped in the back. Promising that this would never happen again. And as soon as those words come out, here comes one Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, which was a kind of a surprise in one non-humble man's opinion. But that's another story for another time. She approaches the ring and like Bill said earlier this afternoon, starts off like more like a face getting the crowd into it. You know, welcome everybody to Monday Night Raw. to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> That was actually pretty good. <laughs> <That was> really good. <laughs> <laughs> Works as everybody on Monday Night Raw, so it's how, how great Kurt's been doing. And then all of a sudden, you know, she just flipped on Kurt, which apparently everybody has a problem with. Nobody remembers the fact that Stephanie just runs down everybody. Doesn't care who it is, but once again, another story for another time. Basically calling Kurt out. Uh, this can't happen to my show. Uh, Shane is doing this just being vindictive because of him losing at Hell in a Cell about three weeks ago blah 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 the fourth eye now is now what incompetence next Can to you the other three that she'd been gone since wrestlemania does it seem like she's been gone since wrestlemania yeah two beer does it seem like she's been gone since wrestlemania uh it wasn't long enough <laughs> that's, what, that's what i'm saying like because wrestlemania was what seven months ago yeah it started i think if anything, that's all the longer she's been gone i think it's probably we went through a whole been, baseball season dude i mean yeah. she's been pretty visible though that's incredible. with like the connor's cure and stuff so she's been on tv but just not live so she hasn't been part of the story yeah right. yeah ultimately uh stephanie names kurt angle as the raw captain for the survivor series team as a punishment as a punishment i guess um and now she demands a total annihilation. Victory is nothing short of victory will not satisfy Miss Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. And if there is not total annihilation, somebody is probably getting fired, and that someone will be Kurt Angle. So, so Zach, any thoughts about it? Uh, Stephanie has the worst music of the McMahon family. That's for sure. <laughs> is that it? It is. It is pretty bad. Yeah, it is pretty bad. And I'm, you got like no chance, and here comes the money, and then you got like whatever that is. Yeah, I, I see it on Spotify. I keep on saying I'm not doing it. I haven't done it yet, but I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I download I like that Hunter shit. McMahon Helmsley's music the best. Hunter McMahon. Uh, no, I was just, I was just out there. I just wanted to call him Hunter McMahon Helmsley. No, I thought that this morning. I was like, I'm really gonna dig at Triple H. Zach, any thoughts on Stephanie's return? Yeah, I, I don't know that it was necessarily warranted. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy her on TV. I don't have anything as a problem with her, like as a person necessarily or anything. But you could just use a break. Yeah, like a real break, like and, a seven month break from her. Doesn't seem like enough, does it? Yeah, and she just like kind of like constantly like emasculates and like talks down to everybody, and I mean that's like her heel character, and I get it. But what what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just... I've worked for plenty of chefs in the restaurant industry, and there's been certain chefs that come with this reputation. But when I sign up and work for them anyway, I know walking in that sooner or later, I'm going to catch that dude's wrath. Yeah, but nobody's watching your chefs on TV, though. Like, the, the point is, my point is, and I, I think I cut 
Go ahead. Zach, no, go ahead. Zach's go ahead. point off too early. No, you thought I was going to say your point. No, yeah. I cut off Zach's <laughs> point too early. I think the point is, is that like wrestling characters, if they if they're supposed to stay vibrant and they're supposed to stay entertaining, they evolve every so often. It might be slow evolutions. Stephanie's character has not evolved for a long, long time. What do you want her to evolve into now? I mean, she's commissioner of. Wrong. I mean, she's obviously in this line of hierarchy I'm, that, God forbid, when Vince dies. Well, I'm not. I'm not booking it, but I, I would say that Vince has evolved. I'd say Triple H has evolved. Vince has yeah. evolved. Are you oh, kidding sure, me? Oh, yeah. No, no, oh, no. Yeah. He hasn't. Since, no, he hasn't. Since back in the Stone Cold days to up to the Edge days and Cena days to up now with getting headbutted by. Kevin Owens and staying off a of TV for months. The only yeah, way I'd say he, he, has he evolved. evolved, and I'm using that quote. He played a face for the first time since the Mr. McMahon character has been developed. I don't. I don't want to get off subject. Let's let's stay with Stephanie. Stephanie is boring. She does the same thing. She she treated Kurt Angle the other day the same way that she treated McFoley. The same same way that she treated Stephen Regal. The same way that she's treated every single GM since she's been part of the Authority. Once again, the same way she treated Steph Roll- or Seth Rollins, the same way she treated Randy Orton when they were champions. She treats them all the same way. She has not evolved at all. She may be boring, but once again, I, I, like I said, this is par for the course. If she did something that was different, if she kept face the whole promo, that would capture my attention. This to me, I, I understand why it bugs people. I get it. I totally get it. You cannot run down a future, well, a Hall of Famer now at this point. Two Hall of Famers in back-to-back GM spots. I get it. You don't, if you expected something different, then that's on you. Okay? This character is boring. What she did was of character. Sorry. Do you you think, Zach, do you think that she enhanced Raw? Do you think that she made Raw better than it was with just having Kurt Angle as the GM by her coming back as the commissioner and making her return to Raw after seven months. I don't think she made it better by coming back. No, absolutely not. Uh, JB? No, I mean, it was it gave a reason why Kurt Angle is now the captain of the Raw team. That's basically why she was there. Outside yeah. of that, it, that I understand was, that, but he could just be have like righteous indignation, you know, well, and I he mean, could that, do that Or he could have waited until Shane announced himself. Self, and, and then this was going to be another part of our one count is that Shane announced himself to be the captain of the SmackDown team. So now we have Kurt Angle headlining two pay-per-views in a row (laughs) and Shane McMahon headlining two out of three pay-per-views in a row. So how's that for getting new guys over? It's not getting new guys over. And that that goes back to my initial point. It's always going to be my point. I wouldn't even call it your initial point. I would call it your ethos. Pretty much. If this is the way... I use that word right? Yep. Thank you. I had this debate uh, on Twitter the other night about WWE being a heel-centric company, which it pretty much is, especially if you look at the the, uh, the Survivor Series card. That's not bad. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing either, but... You need to develop more faces to go against, you know, all these heels. Therein lies the problem. Outside of, and I'm just throwing names out there, AJ, um, I guess now Braun is a face now, Roman Reigns. I, I guess. Um, 
you know, the shield. You really don't have a lot of faces, and they're all it's really top heavy. There's nothing mid card, there's not a mid card face that stands out more than any of the others. This is a chance to give somebody a chance to break out. The we rub. tried it with Finn Balor, and then they squashed that in back-to-back weeks. This is why I'm saying it's always start, stop, start, stop. It's never a, a continuous push. Dolph Ziggler, case in point, he just got snuffed out at two out of three falls on, on SmackDown. His contract's up. All I remember from Dolph Ziggler is two vivid memories. The night he cashed in on uh, Del Rio, and then the night here on Survivor Series when he basically usurped the authority. Run, Ziggler, run. <laughs> Go somewhere else, man. Come back as a conquering hero. Okay, and that and, and they're missing the boat on chances, and these are you know it's few and small chances in between where you have an opportunity to give some guy a legitimate push, and they're just not doing it. Two Beer, did you go trick-or-treating with your kids on Tuesday night? Uh, Monday night, Tuesday night is the parade. Oh, in Edwardsville? Yep. Gotcha. So were you able to watch SmackDown? Uh, yeah, just not on those nights, which is not uncommon for me. I usually watch afterwards because I fucking hate commercials. Did you watch capitalism? Did you watch Shane's? <laughs> did you <laughs> fight the power, baby? <laughs> did you watch? Uh, did you watch Shane's initial opening promo on SmackDown? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, trying to remember. He exactly came out to about. a rousing ovation, and that place was yeah, going nuts for him. That was kind of weird uh, after what he had done like the night before. It's almost like they've successfully uh, turned the two brands' fans against each other. At for least sure. at SmackDown, for like sure. at SmackDown, he's like a conquering hero right. for actually cheap shotting and uh, sneak attacking the raw locker room. The yeah. raw locker room, which I think. If you watch Shane's expressions in the ring when he's cutting those promos, he looks surprised by it. Yeah. I would I would kind of think so, cause just because, you know, the natural thought process is that this was, like you said, it was a sneak attack. And they, you know, they basically didn't do the the honorable thing and, you know, come meet me in the ring. We'll settle this like men or women. You know, they, they jumped everybody in the back, which... You know, neither here nor there. I get it. You know, the explanation he gave for it on Tuesday night, that's fine. That's all I really ask. As long as it makes sense, ultimately is where I'm looking for. But I expected some more heat coming on to Shane, especially when then he announced himself as the uh, the captain of the SmackDown team. That went over like and whenever he mentioned, I was like, man, this yeah, is crazy. Whenever he, whenever he mentioned Raw during that promo, the crowd, crowd booed. booed. Yeah, it yeah, it's pretty wild, that dynamic. And I didn't get in on the conversation last week, which was a lot of fun. Uh, just a lot of bitching. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, I even wanted to start out this week by saying, you know, we should be more positive this week. But yeah, it was a big bitch fest it by me and J-Bell. Yeah, for sure. But I think it was, it, it, it was definitely called for. It was just a lot of just questionable booking left and right. So, sorry. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. I won't say it was unwarranted. <laughs> I also liked, um, speaking of Survivor Series, I liked the Big E Rusa, or the Big E and Aiden English New Day backstage segment when Rusev, you know, a little bit of continuity goes a long way. Rusev goes, you know, Raw could be around any corner. You're handing out candy to strangers. 
they could be raw spies. And I was yeah. like, yeah, fuck yeah, Russo. You got the Bulgarian dude talking about yeah. spies. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like the guy from the former, former Soviet Union talking my, about spies. My favorite, my favorite part of that was, I thought I was watching Tropic Thunder for a second because you had a black dude dressed as a white dude pretending to be dude, a black dude. You comedy. Biggie dressed as Akeem, the African dream. Oh my God, that was so fucking funny. And you funny. also had Kofi in red face being brother love. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Red face. I mean, yeah. so- it was red as fuck. I'm like, God damn, that motherfucker's face is red. This don't make no sense. Before I forget it, and uh, we'll get to the two count here in a second, but before I forget it, um, <laughs> when Rusev, when Big E wanted to fight Rusev, and Rusev said I'd be elated to, <laughs> and then he said to Shane later on, he goes, I'd be elated to be on your Survivor <laughs> Series team. I didn't know this, but I saw on Twitter that two weeks ago, somebody pointed out that Rusev cut a promo with Renee Young, and Renee Young goes, you must be elated, and Rusev cuts her off and goes, what does that mean? She goes, goes, happy. So then two weeks later, Rusev just keeps using the word elated, which is so Dude, I was getting ready to say, I did not even trip off of that until you said that to me. Yeah. I didn't either, but big props for the continuity. fuck that. They don't get props for that. You're going to get props for elated, but you can't remember a storyline from two weeks ago that all of a sudden we just like drop. I'm just giving props to Rusev. That is funny. I'll props to Rusev. He's funnier than. Hey, can we get that as a soundbite? Yes, I'll props to Rusev. Uh, we'll, um, <laughs> you should, because it's not going to happen again. I promise you. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to Rusev later. I got lots more to say I'm about sure you Rusev, do. guys. Uh, but we, uh, yeah, let's get on to yeah. our two count. Two beer. What's our two count? I already forgot what we were going to do second. It's going to be some mojo. It's going to be. Okay. Uh, Probably so a good idea. we got the return of Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. uh, which his new uh, kind of chant, uh, it's not necessarily new, but the fans chanting Joe, 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 like yeah. to the beat of his badass. Big old face. Yeah. And then he comes out to like a huge face pop and then he's like, fuck you people. And they're like, <laughs> oh, you're such an awesome guy. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking ate it up. Like, yeah, everybody walked right into that. I was like, oh man, I know where this is getting ready to end. <laughs> oh yeah, you know that he's not going to come out there. He's and- one of the best promos going. Oh, and he has the vocabulary. He's got the delivery. He said henceforth. Yeah, who says yeah. that? I love that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Say Joe once again just comes back and just gives the the main event top of the card some depth, which has been sorely missing for a while. Uh, he comes out and who did he wrestle on Monday night? Uh, Cruz. Apollo Cruz. Cruz. That's why I was so unrememberable. Un- um, poor Apollo Cruz. He just not catching a break. He needs to go back to NXT anyway. Uh, decent match with Apollo Crews or whatever the case may be. Uh, I would expect at some point in the next seven days for him to be officially named to the uh, the Raw Survivor Series team. Obviously, Braun Strowman has been named as the first pick. Uh, Samoa Joe, you just can't have him not be on this team. I mean, it would if you're going to do a hierarchy of Raw superstar talent that's not already in a previous match like the shield has the usos or whatever the case may be you you know miz can't be in this uh in this match or whatever samoa joe has to be in this match and it's a good one once again it's a good time to put samoa joe over or at least have him have a good showing to remind fans that yeah this is a legitimate badass over here that given a chance can take the belt off of roman reigns off of brock lesnar whoever the champ is i don't want to do too much fancy booking um but I'd like to see a Samoa Joe Miz feud at some time. 
I think pretty great. That'd be fucking awesome. I'd love to see Joe as a face uh, against a Miz heel. I don't think you should ever make Miz anything but a heel. Oh, no. He's about one of the only guys that I would like for him to take the belt off of Miz. Because I love Miz with that belt. But if Joe took it, I would be 100% behind that. What about Braun Strowman? Um, I don't want to see Braun Strowman with the U.S. title. He's just I see inter- intercontinental. Yeah, that's why I meant. Sorry, intercontinental yeah. title. Like I just want to. I like he's a main eventer. Yeah, that's me too. I feel like he's. But you know, he's not going. I mean, if things go the way we think they're going to go, Roman wins at WrestleMania next March slash April. He's not going to be anywhere near the top of the card for months. Who's that? Braun Strowman. Uh, well, I don't know about. I don't know. They could. I mean, they've had a ongoing feud for a really long time. So. Yeah, but I mean, okay. So I think that Miz has elevated the IC title to make it to make somebody like Joe count a whole lot. I think that um, Braun Strowman probably they need to put the big strap on Braun sooner than later. I know it's not going to happen, but I just think putting the U.S. title on Braun diminishes him in some way in the way that they've made him a monster. I don't even know if he's a face now. They might have successfully done what they've been trying to do for a long time, which is make there be no such thing as faces and heels. Because Braun, I don't know what the hell he is now. Yeah, well, you see it with well, Randy Orton. In theory, I would think he blow. would be a face. I'm sorry, I mean, to cut you off. In theory, I think he'd be a face. I mean, you just tried to crush me in a trash compactor. I survived that. And yeah, Roman Reigns tried to kill him, and he's still a heel. True story. That's. I mean, Roman Ra- our Braun Strowman's been almost killed in vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> we do a podcast about this <laughs> shit. <laughs> he's been almost killed in vehicles two times in the last three months. <laughs> he was in a trash compactor. And he was oh, in the ambulance shit. that ran into a. I don't know. Yeah. Also, was he in the in the trash like the whole time? Like, I got I hope not. That like, was like, suck, dude. Like, for a couple days. Yeah, like, I was going to say. Editing. Guess who's not going to be hiding in the trash for an extended period of time? This guy right here. And I was watching that thing. I was watching Raw the other night when it was shot from inside the limo, and it showed Miz and the Miztourage freaking out, dude, and it showed Miz it was so like so gold. cheesy. Yeah. And I hated it. And then the more I, I kept thinking about it for a couple of days, I that was, was like, you know what? That was, that was great. Badass. That was fucking <laughs> Like they great. had Braun rise out of the trash <laughs> yeah. and have Miz like crawling backstage <laughs> trying to get away from him. Braun is pretty quick when uh, the Miz Taraj burnt out. Braun was, I mean, he jumped over something that was on them quick. For a big guy, he is exceptionally agile to say the least. But the return of Joe. So uh, we did our big WrestleMania six month out picks. A couple weeks ago, and I'll put either one of you on the spot. Whoever wants to answer, who, where do you see Joe at WrestleMania? Because Joe has to be on the card, right? Because he missed last year's card, even though he made the big return and had a feud with Seth Rollins. So, where do you see Joe on the WrestleMania card this year? I put him against somebody. I don't remember who it was. He was one of my picks. He did. Yeah, you did pick that. I, I, did, I do remember that. Triple H, maybe. Um, oh, shit. I don't have it. I don't have those slips on me. I'm, I'm guessing some sort of mid card feud. Um, I just can't see. Not unless something happens between now and WrestleMania. The, the top of the lineup is pretty much, I would say, fairly set. It's always a triple um, threat. Uh oh. 
Oh oh, now Hell we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's a mid card. He's he's past the Andre the Giant portion, <laughs> but I don't. Th- he can't get into the uh, main event scene. Who somewhere is in the better at cutting a heel promo today on today's roster, WWE main roster, than Samoa Joe? Two beer. Better. Yeah. I mean, is the Miz better? Yes. I, that's the only thing is I don't know if the Miz is better. Um, the way he ran down Baron Corbin on, uh, I guess that was on his phone. Where he basically called him out for you know talk about you know Maurice and his unborn kid. Is Heyman better? Oh yeah. Um, do you Heyman, think Ko Miz? I kind of had no a particular. Order. I kind of had a realization a couple weeks ago that gender's actually. A, Jinder had a really good promo this week oh, yeah. running down uh, Brock and Heyman saying that Brock can hop up and down in the middle of the ring as much as he wants and smile. He's like, he's scared of me. He's, he's hearing the footsteps. And like, I kind of think that Jinder is actually starting to fill out his role. Well, they got away from the... the, the they the got away easy, from the racist stuff. Yeah, they they got yeah. they got away from the easy he's xenophobia, the racism, honest. He's cutting a him promo. and Joe are cutting pure heel promos, not trying to be funny. The Miz is trying to be funny, right? Yeah, that's the thing. I like Joe's delivery better. Heyman's over the top. Joe is just very serious. Like this is what I'm going to do to you. And well, Heyman's like a carnival barker. He's, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's kind of one of a come kind. one, come right. all. See the you know the the beast right. Brock Lesnar. He's obviously trying to sell the match every time for sure. Joe and Gender, and I I do put Gender. I think the Gender has gotten way better. He's not he's not as good as Joe. Easy big fella. But they're in the same vein. They just cut pure I, I, heel. I, I they're not trying. They're not trying to be funny. They're not trying to be cute. They're just trying to cut pure heel promos. Okay, so if Gender beats AJ on Tuesday, and he goes on, I don't necessarily worry about whether he loses the Brock or not because it's not for the title. And let's say he goes to John Cena and wrestles John Cena. You don't think the xenophobia is going to come back again? I don't know. I can't predict the future, Jason. I won't but predict it. I, I will it's going to happen again. I will say that I, I will say that he's he's doing better now than he was before. That might be material. It might be delivery. Maybe it's material. His, maybe his delivery has always been there. I think it was. I just think that he just you know you can't you can't give somebody horse shit and expect oh, them to you, you know, know to what? work with it. I, I forgot about the best heel promo though. I forgot about Kevin Owens. What was I doing? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying sorry, it for you. Kevin Owens. Did you say that? Uh, yeah, I said I it for you. I don't listen to you. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin Owens. Cold-blooded. That'll bring us to our three counts. Our three counts going to be something that we were talking about prior to the show where we got um, Daniel Bryan and Shane seem to have something kind of ramping up because Daniel Bryan made a visit to Raw, then got attacked, subsequently attacked by Kane, beat up by Kane backstage. Uh, Shane still doesn't seem very happy with Daniel Bryan. And in my mind, it looks to me like Daniel Bryan is either on his way out of WWE, which is possible because they might say, you're not ready to wrestle. We will not uh, medically clear you to wrestle. So you can do whatever you want. And then we'll see American Dragon in uh, New Japan or R-H. Ring of Honor or somewhere like that. Right. Maybe TNA if we're lucky. Oh, uh, God, no. he better not. <laughs> or uh, we're going to get a WrestleMania match with Daniel Bryan. So uh, two beers, Zach, where do you see this going? 
It's so hard to say. It, it has been ramping up between Shane and Debray, though, and really, I feel like it all started whenever Shane uh, lost it on Kevin Owens because Daniel was like the one to stop him. It right. seemed like the voice of reason, right. and that's where that riff started happening. And then now we see with him going to Raw and almost like going over to the enemy side and saying, "I had nothing to do with this." Right. Like, that further ramps it up. Uh, it is just impossible to to predict, though. Uh, if it does happen, I can absolutely see D. Brian Shane at WrestleMania. Uh, but is that the match you'd want to see? Um, I'd have to think about it. I think I'd rather see like him and KO. Um, yeah. But uh, or Nakamura. him and Nakamura, or him and AJ. AJ yeah. yeah. Or like a three way with Nakamura, AJ, and Dana Bryan. That actually sounds really good, guys. No, no, that that's a that's a triple threat I could actually get down with. Um. I'm, I've said it. I'm going to continue to say it. It's it's a damn shame that now we've seen Kurt in the ring because now if I'm Daniel Bryan, I'm I'm kind of looking at, you know, Vince and like, dude, what the fuck? I mean, you know, you're going to let him get down. You can't let me get into the ring. I just really think that Vince will not let him medically be cleared. He'll They'll play this, you know, cat and mouse game that they've been playing since Daniel Bryan has left. You know, the Miz is the to me the most obvious choice of the bunch if you're gonna go with a WrestleMania match with Daniel Bryan. I mean that oh, feud yeah. has I mean the only reason it's simmered is because they're not on the same show. You put them back on SmackDown or Raw or whatever the case may be, that you that's an easy match for WrestleMania. I just don't think that Vince is going to roll the dice again even with Kurt Kurt was kind of protected in the sense that this was a multi-man match so he didn't have to take a lot of bumps he didn't have to do a lot of work he even you know got away from the match for a period of time and then came back I just don't think you do the same thing with Daniel Bryan I said ROH and I'm gonna stick to it if you guys noticed I haven't talked for a few minutes because I'm in my refractory period from when you said three-way match between Daniel Bryan, <laughs> Kevin Owens, you and okay Shinsuke Nakamura. You okay Need a cigarette? <laughs> uh, what, I, what, I, what I think might happen is I think that um, I think he might be on his way out. I think that they're not going to let him fight the way that he wants to fight. I think New Japan would throw him I don't know. I don't know what WWE pays him. I don't know how much merch he sells. I don't know how much New Japan would pay him. But I think that Daniel Bryan has not wrestled for a long time, and I think he's dying to fucking wrestle. And I think if he went to New Japan or Ring of Honor, or he could do the Cody Rhodes thing and do both, like he could make just as much money and bring a lot more visibility to those two promotions, especially New Japan, which I feel like is getting ready to uh, break a little larger on the U.S. side. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially now that they have a U.S. presence. Like, they did a pay-per-view in the U.S. just right. not and, four and that months ago. Boy, yeah, they have a U.S. title. Sold out. Yeah, and they um, have a U.S. title, and you could have Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, ugh. Daniel Bryan, Okada, ugh. Daniel Bryan... Naito? I think I'm going to pass out. Well, no, now you're going to be in your refractory. Yeah, right. thing is, you talk during your refractory period. <laughs> I can't help it. I think, never mind. I'm going to leave that one alone. But, no, uh, it just, I just, like I said, I just really, I want to see him come back. I just don't think Vince is going to let him do it, man. I just, 
he, I can't see it either. Brie Bell has basically said that she gives her blessing, and that to me is the the ultimate you know sign that he's coming back because now you know with wife and kid, families first. So you can't put it yourself in a scenario where and it, and he's going to get permanently hurt. But Bree's giving his okay. He's coming back. Like I said, I just much, don't think it's going to Oh, yeah, WWE. he's going to wrestle again. But as much as I want to see him wrestle, I don't want to see him get hurt. I don't want to see him do any flying headbutts. I don't want to see him, you know, Muhammad Ali style. You know, I don't yeah. want to see him having... Because he can't help himself. He did that flying headbutt. After he came back from the concussion... Uh, the first again. time, well, he had that he had that spot on top of the ladder with Dolph Ziggler where they headbutted each other like ten times in a row or something. It was, I was watching it at our buddy's place with you, and we were like, "God damn, what the fuck is he doing? Like that's so stupid." Yeah, that, that, even if you don't make that much contact, you're just, still you're still shaking your head around. And now that we now that we know what we know about CTE and stuff like that, that's scary. I. I don't want him getting seizures at you know five years from now. Oh, man. I don't. I, I, it's just not that serious. Yeah, nobody get, wants it. It's not that serious. And he's got it. a large body of work that we can go back and watch. He'll go into the WWE Hall of Fame. There's no question about it. I just like I said. Yeah, I just want him to be healthy. Ultimately, yeah. I mean, it, you know, there's plenty of you know great memories of Daniel Bryan, and I don't want it to be one of those things where, for you know, 20 minutes of a great entertaining match that he permanently hurts himself for the rest of his life. And the last word, two beer. That's it. Nice. <laughs> That'll do it. That's for hard hitting pod. <laughs> three count. And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, about our new sponsor. We got JJ Twigs Pizza on Southampton, right off of Gothi, in between Gothi and My Lentz. And JJ Twigs Pizza is a place that is right down the street from me. Walking distance, baby. I go there once every one and a half weeks, I think. Uh, they have several pizzas that I enjoy the most. My favorite is the Super Mario that has <laughs> sliced meatballs with basil and mozzarella. They also have the gravy train, which my wife likes a whole lot, which is um, it's got beef and giardina. Did I say that word right? I believe yeah, so, yeah. I like that one a lot, too. Yeah, it's the bomb. I was gonna say I had chicken tenders like a big ass kid. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that they put pizzas on top of other pizzas. They do. They have the double stack pizza, and it's fucking awesome. It's got a great environment. Uh, if you have kids, you can bring your kids there. Yeah, I was it's, about to say, a buddy of mine says they bring their kids there all. The every time. single JJ Twigs, uh, they're allowed to design their own menus. So I know there there's a few JJ Twigs, but each JJ Twigs franchise is allowed to come up with their own. They have a huh. they have a. Um, uh, was a Joya's pizza, the yep. Joya's on the hill. They yep. have that, uh, like a deli style pizza. They have all sorts of good stuff. No, so it's, it's, please, it's a nice spot. Um, and also, if you're listening right now, you can hit us up on Band from Ringside on Facebook, Friends of BFR on Facebook, uh, BFR Pod on at BFR Pod on Twitter, at BFR JCB, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR Bill. And if you send us a direct message with with what my AKA was at the beginning of this episode, so I said AKA Hill Patrick Harris, if you DM us that, you can win a $10 gift certificate to JJ Twigs Pizza. Uh, Engineer Sam is out of the running. You're not allowed to do that, Engineer Sam. No, nah, I know. I know you like the pizza. <laughs> But yeah, hit us up, and uh, we're going to put this up afterwards. So if you DM us with Heel Patrick Harris, you'll be put in the running for a $10 gift certificate. 
gift certificate and tell them the band from Ringside sent you. I really hope my wife wins. Just kidding. She doesn't listen. I <laughs> <laughs> say, what were you better DM this motherfucker? This is banned from Ringside. All right, guys, and that'll bring us to some odds and ends. So there was a bunch of other stuff that happened this week. Uh, I'll go through it, and we'll try to spend uh, less than 30 seconds on each of it. Let's uh, do it. That'll be hard. Um, Asuka be the jobber, so that's good. No, that's what you should do. That that way you won't have Bailey, Sasha, people that need pushes, need momentum, uh, losing that momentum to Asuka. Yeah, Correct. I thought it was great. Uh, Finn beat Cesaro in a good TV match. Yeah, and Cesaro really got some time to work his shit, and uh, yeah. Corey Graves really helped put him over. And uh, yeah, I'd like to see Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Ooh, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure they did it in an ROH at some point. They had, they've had to. Or Daniel Bryan to and Corey Graves and whoever dies. <laughs> okay, see, yeah, we don't want to see that. Finn getting snuffed out by Kane two weeks in a row is my biggest takeaway from that. Uh, your boy, Kane, beat Seth Rollins in seven minutes. What do you think about that, JCB? I, I, I just, well, see, the whole thing was I was thinking that Braun Strowman and Kane were going to wrestle at Survivor Series, and then we just get rid of Kane altogether. Clearly, that's not the case. So this could go on to the end of the year, and I, I just don't want that, man. I mean, goddamn, enough's enough. Looks like Kane's just going to be squashing dudes until oh, they get to him and Braun. God, and it's just Bra- we- yeah, it's just weird that they're putting these guys like putting Seth Rollins, putting Finn Balor because I wasn't here last week uh, to talk about Finn Balor. Why was he the guy that came out? Like doesn't make any sense. They have a roster full of dudes that Kane could just come out and crush in three minutes rather than putting him in a competitive match with these guys and then have him go over anyway. Right. But then, it, well, I'm not going to say the spoiler, but I'll just say this. Finn Bauer deserves better one and two. If they continue to book Finn Bauer this way, despite what friend of the show, Kurt Stallion says, wins and losses matter and they are going, to, fans are going to go south on Finn Bauer. You're going to argue with Kurt Stallion? I'm not the one taking the chop from him. Am I? He might lay up on me. No. <laughs> Chris Stallion, lead heel of Glory Pro Wrestling. He might fuck you up. He'll spear me. February 18th, everybody. Like get your tickets February 18th. Big matches at Glory Pro Wrestling. Naito's going to be there. Naito versus AR Fox. That Chris Stallion's going to be fighting for the. I think he should be fighting for the belt. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, from. Uh, Jake something. Uh, there's a couple other good matches on there. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But Even yeah. bigger, we're going to be there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're going to be there, guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Alexa Bliss beat Mickey James again. Uh, Mickey James, I guess, isn't retiring. Uh, a lot of flack from that match for the fact that it was like a forearm punch or something similar to that where it lays Mickey James out. There's a lot of Alexa Bliss haters out there. Not, they're not kidding. You know, Wait she's a minute, not I didn't th- hear this. So she's catching shit because she was stiff? It wasn't stiff, but it was the, the way... That she won the match. It wasn't with the normal DDT. This was like the forearm shot. Mickey uh, goes down. She gets the one, two, three. Yeah, but Mickey has to sign off on that. Hey, man, look. Who are the Alexa haters? Just people that follow you on Twitter? Yeah. Well, some are following me on Twitter, but if I just throw up a, a complimentary Alexa Bliss comment, you know, it it might as well be bred to ants. They swarm, they swarm quick. You know those are they are just, no joke. You know those are all just ugly girls. <laughs> no, he's a guy's to boot. Russian bots. <laughs> yeah, Russian bots. <laughs> no, he's a guy's to boot, man. There's a lot of Alexa Bliss haters out there. Like, uh, like I said, I get it, but I think it's a little over the top. Uh, my man, 
uh, Drew Gulak cut a really great <laughs> promo. Oh, man. <laughs> really, really came back from having to do like the Enzo shuffle the week before. That was the saddest thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but White, Gulak, White Gulak, dance, Gulak is money. Though. Gulak's awesome. I He's fucking funny. love. I love Gulak. If you could, and this is what I was saying like three weeks ago, where if you got that faction of guys, Gulak, Tony Nese, um what's your boy, Davari, uh, Enzo, I can't think of the fifth guy. If you can get them as a faction and work around that faction, it's, it'll give other guys chances to you know show their stuff. You I think they're working Enzo towards the a pre-match cruiserweight Survivor Series match. That's what it looks like to me. It, it probably, yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, I think on the main card, Enzo and Kalisto are going to have their you know umpteenth rematch but it would, you got to start. Oh, did Kalisto win the number one contender match? I, I didn't even see know. it. No, I was getting ready to say you know, look banned ban from ringside two hundred five. Shit, I don't watch that bullshit. Jeez. <laughs> uh, we had Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler in two out of three matches, two out of three falls match, and I'll just say this. No, Zach, go ahead. Best Bobby Roode match on the main roster. Bingo! You stole my thunder. Uh, the thing that pisses me off out of two out of three falls matches on. TV and not on pay-per-views is that the two out of three falls matches last the same amount of time as a regular one-on-one match. My biggest... This match was 11 minutes and five seconds. I wrote it down. 11 minutes and five seconds. I didn't write it down, but I read it somewhere. But (laughs) yeah, it was 11 minutes and five seconds on the best two out of three falls match. Why even have the stipulation? Yeah, right. You might as well just go ahead and have one fall. My biggest problem with it... Just have them be chained to each other. (laughs) Seriously. Like, what the fuck's the point of that stipulation if it's just going to be 11 minutes? Right. Because uh, then somebody always gets the first fall within 30 seconds, and then it's like, oh, shit, everybody's on defense. And, and then, then they tie it up. And yeah. Then, yeah. It's stupid. I didn't like the fact that one of the falls came on a commercial break. You know, you, you could see it. It's on the small screen. But... I do like that aspect of SmackDown is at least you I'll can give you that. It. I'll give you that. But it shouldn't no no pinfall should happen when you're on the smallest screen. You let the story build, you let him come back, and then if you want to do the pinfall, I have no problem with it. I just had a problem with that fact because it just it lost something in translation ultimately. The Baron Corbin Sincara feud. Uh Sincar apparently won not won, he uh got a contract extension. So a part of said contract extension is this, I guess, mini push versus Baron Corbin. I thought Baron Corbin and actually he liked my tweet when I saw I said this the other Who night did? on Monday night. Baron Corbin. What? I swear to God. The I was, real I, one? The real one. Because I added <laughs> I at Baron Corbin, WWE, and I basically said that there's no reason that Baron Corbin should lose to Sincar at, at any point, especially on the night like tonight, because because, you know, the way he lost the first couple of times, he should have came back this time and squashed him. Go was ahead. it like at Baron Corbin WWE, but like the picture was like a girl with her cleavage in it. She's like, ooh, I'm looking for sex. <laughs> DM me. <laughs> sure wasn't that? A real Baron Corbin <laughs> would like that tweet. Though. Yeah, exactly. I'm giving him props. After, you know, you know I'm yeah. running him down on the podcast. Good for you. Yeah. We I'm tweet a, my shit, motherfucker. Don't I'm, like it. Uh, yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> Say, like, look your boy up. Did you get as many retweets as I did about my... No, that, that, that's going to be the, the biggest pipe for you of the planet. If I can get 150 Buddy. retweets, that would be the the shit. Uh, thoughts on the fashion files this week, Zach? Uh, it was the Stranger a Things one. 
So that was my favorite pun. So it's like, oh, there's another 11, and he comes out, and he's like, no, I'm a 10. <laughs> that made the whole fucking thing for me. And also being a big Stranger Things, Mark. Uh, although I will agree, last week, Reservoir Dogs one was not as hot because I was such a fan of Reservoir Dogs. And it just wasn't, wasn't there me for too. me. But this one was good. Uh, Jason came over to my house earlier today. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I guess I'm old. He's like... <laughs> None of that fashion files made sense to me. He's like, I didn't understand a I'm single thing. I'm then. sitting here watching it. I'm like, I want to laugh. I want to laugh. And just, it, I haven't seen any episodes. It was totally over the head. And I'm just sitting there watching it like. My daughter was <sighs> 11 for Halloween. My oldest daughter. Okay, see, there you go. I'm too old for it. Do you guys think that the only reason that they named the Bludgeon Brothers the Bludgeon Brothers is because it matched up with that 2B <laughs> thing for fashion files thing? It's like they and retconned the, yeah, retcon the name. Yeah, I was getting ready to say it. I think we give creatives too much shit sometimes and we don't give them enough credit. This is the one of them times where I think we just give them too much shit. It, it, it just makes too much sense for them to, let, you know, let's think outside of the box. But all of a sudden now here's this 2B. Oh, well, yeah, let's go Bludgeon Brothers. I don't, don't want to beat this drum too much, but shouldn't they be doing something different with Luke Harper? They they need to be, just have him be solo. He He's a great solo guy. And the, the fact that we're strapping him back down to another you know, tag team. I don't think the Bludgeon Brothers are going to last very long. I think they're going to last for a feud with Fandango and uh, Breeze. The Ascension. And Maybe. the Ascension. I, I was going to say, if they're they're around by WrestleMania next year, I'll be stunned. I love Fandango. I they really they do. need to wrestle more. They I need know. to wrestle more. I agree. Uh, AJ got beat down by Gender. Is, so AJ and Gender are fighting next week it's, for the belt. It's official. It came on. Uh, I looked on the WWE SmackDown Facebook page. That is official. They're going to wrestle on Tuesday. Rusev will now, I guess, win by default. He's going to be your boy. He's going to be the first one to get pinned, too. You watch. Your boy's going to be on the SmackDown uh Survivor Series team. You're on the wrong side of the history and the wrong side of the internet if you don't like Rusev. I'm, I'm sorry, look, man. Look, he's funny. He is funny. I will give him no, that. Dude he gets go. booked like shit. He gets booked like shit, but that's not a that's not a talent problem. You're on the wrong side of history again, is what I'm saying. On the wrong side of history. We'll see in a couple weeks just when like, we make a pick. Just like Brodus Clay. Okay. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm still waiting for him to even sniff the title picture. Uh, what was that? What do you think about AJ versus gender next week? Oh, by the way, sorry. Go ahead. I love asking you a question. Yeah, and they're cutting like, you shut off. Up, shut up. <laughs> we all listen to you. I mean, just it being on SmackDown means that there's really no hope for AJ to take the title. I don't think they're gonna. No. Yeah, they're not do some do shit it. like no, that. Even though AJ versus Brock is. Kind of what everybody wants to see. They, they keep giving these like they keep giving away these big pay per view matches. Like I mean, you had AJ versus uh, Samir Singh, and I mean, like, <laughs> why was that not on Survivor? Yeah, yeah. I know. That's, like they're giving it away on TV. Yeah. So they don't give it away for free. I did notice that Jinder Mahal <laughs> did come out and cut that promo in boat shoes. Yeah, he's like and then beat the shit, the shit out, out, of out of AJ in boat shoes. Dude, yeah. those shoes were ridiculous, which big. I respect a lot. Uh, guys, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go to some birth. Days. Paul Orndorff is 68 That's the this week. Uh, Edge is 44. Bobby the Brain Heenan, RIP, would have been 73. Uh, badass Mr. Ass Billy Gunn, 54. Uh, happy birthday to Tyler Rex. We miss you. I know you're not dead, but I always like Tyler Rex. I like the I liked his dreadlocks. I like the cultural appropriation of it. Uh, <laughs> Jason Jordan's mom, Charmel, is 45. Uh, Samir Singh is 30 and Grand Metalik is 
29. Wow. Okay. Well, we don't see his face, so I guess we don't can't look at him and be like, Happy oh, yeah, birthday, he's everybody. Hey, we got some birthdays coming up this month, don't we? Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah, you yeah. going first. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, I love that birthday this month. Hey, everybody, for Shock City Studios, for Engineer Sam, for Jack. JJ Twigs, Jack. for Soul Taco, Jack. for Chris Demon, for Jack. Freeplay Media, Jack. for JCB, Holla! for Zach Tubeer Bowman, I am Bill Vagian. Everybody! Don't be heels!